Welcome to By Faith, our current Elder Conversation podcast series where we walk through the Hall of Faith in Hebrews 11. I'm Laura, your host. Hebrews 11 gives us a list of examples, a cloud of witnesses that exemplify faithful obedience. Each week, one of our teaching pastors will take one of the people mentioned in the chapter and tell us what is their story, why is their faith exemplary, and what should we today learn and take away from their faith. Over the past two weeks, we've looked at the stories of Abel and Enoch from Genesis 4 and 5. If you've missed those two elder conversations, you can go back and find them at tcbchurch.org elders. This week, we look at Noah. Hebrews 11.7 says, By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. So who is Noah? Why is his faith an example to us? And what should we learn from his story? Hey everyone, this week we get to dive into our next character of faith, Noah. And for many of us, if you've grown up around church, you know something about the story of Noah. But the reality is, there's not a whole lot that we know about his life, like many of these other characters. His story can be found at the end of Genesis 5 through the beginning of Genesis 10. Uh, And most kids growing up in church know the story of Noah and the ark and the animals two by two and the flood and all those kinds of things. But beyond that, there's not a whole lot we know. And again, I think that's just a reminder to us as we look at any character within Scripture, but especially these characters of faith, the reason why there's so little known about their stories because their story isn't the main point. It's about a bigger story. It's pointing to the story of Jesus. But Noah is a significant person and a significant person. We talk about faith because uh, we see Noah's faith on display through the story of the flood. Now, again, many of us know the story of the flood. In fact, there's a lot of children's books and there's rainbows and beautiful animals two by two, but when you read the story of the flood in the Bible's account, this isn't a kid's story. Uh, This is a really terrifying story. It's a story of uh, man's sin. It's a story of God's justice and judgment. It's a story of death and punishment. That Noah is living in this land full of wickedness and unrighteousness, and he alone is pursuing God and following him and living righteously. And so God decides he's going to send a flood to destroy the whole earth, all of humanity. But in his grace, he chooses to save Noah and his family. He tells Noah to build this big boat called an ark and that he's going to bring animals and he's going to save Noah's family, save animals, but the rest of mankind is going to perish. And so Noah, by faith, built this boat never seeing a flood, being in the middle of a place where there is no water, um, trusting what God had told him to, that God was going to protect him and protect his family. God saved Noah. Mankind gets wiped off the map along with all the animals and all the living creatures except those that are in the boat. And for 40 days, 40 nights, they're on this ark. And then the flood waters begin to subside and God allows the ark to come to dry ground. If you read the story, it talks about sending out doves, and eventually one comes back with a branch, and so Noah knows land is coming. They land on Mount Ararat, and then uh, he and his family are able to leave the ark and begin to repopulate, refill the earth, and fulfill this covenant that God had given to Adam and Eve to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. Now Noah has been called to do that. 
Now, when we read the story of Noah, Noah's not a perfect man. After he gets off the ark, uh, it's not too long that he plants a vineyard, he has wine, he gets drunk, uh, and has this kind of crazy encounter with his sons. And so, even after God's redemption, we see brokenness come into the story. But Noah is a picture of faith to us. So, why is Noah's faith exemplary? Well, Jesus and Peter actually help give us a picture of this along with the author of Hebrews because Jesus and Peter both in the gospel accounts and then in Peter's letters address Noah as a man of righteousness and the days of Noah that were filled with wickedness. And so what we see in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7 is that his faith was on display in a couple ways. One, in a culture of compromise, Noah remained faithful to God. So when the world all around was falling into idolatry and choosing sin, Noah remained righteous, he remained holy, he pursued God faithfully in a culture of compromise. Second, Noah's faith is exemplary because of his obedience and trust in God. He was trusting God for his salvation. He was trusting God in building this boat. He had never seen an ark before. He had never seen a flood before. He was probably ridiculed by others uh, about this and a lot that we may not even have in the account, but he chose to follow and obey God. This was a massive undertaking that would have filled his schedule, that would have caused a lot of sacrifice for him and his family, and again, would have encountered ridicule. He had to trust God with what he could not fully understand. So what can we learn? What can we take away from Noah's faith? A few things. First, I think it's important for us to see in Noah that faith rejects compromise and instead pursues devotion to God. Rejects compromise, pursues devotion to God. Noah was a righteous man. He chose to follow God instead of following the culture around him. That's true for us. Are we going to be people who compromise on cultural issues? Or are we going to be people who are faithful to God. Second, faith trusts God in things that are beyond our understanding. Listen, I don't know what you're going through in your life right now, but there's probably things in your past and in your present that are bigger than what you understand. Obedience to follow God might just seem overwhelming. Maybe you're going through a loss. Maybe you're going through a difficult time in job or relationship. And to trust God in this moment when things don't make sense and it seems like his presence is not near is what faith looks like. Faith trusts God in things that are beyond our understanding. Third, faith is marked by obedience. We've said this already in the podcast, but faith is shown by works. Faith is proven in action. Faith is not just a mental believing that God can do something. It is a choosing to walk in obedience to God's commands. This will often, just like Noah, feel radical to people around us. The culture around Noah, him building this boat, him being devoted to Yahweh God, made no sense to them. If you and I follow God fully and obediently, it's going to look radical. It's not going to make sense to those around us. Which leads to a final thing I think we learned from Noah, which is this. Faith is forged through fearing God more than fearing people and our problems, or maybe you'd say people in our circumstances. It's easy to be overwhelmed by what people think about us or about what's going on in our life. Faith chooses to trust in God no matter what's in front of us. Noah's a picture of faith for us. I pray that you and I would grow and become more like him looking to Jesus. Mm-hmm.